Tonight on Countdown to Kickoff, Chase for the Championship, we are just... He's out there spitting facts to him. Here's one. Since 2012, there have been 13 teams to face a team in the playoffs after losing to that team by 20-plus points in the regular season. Those teams went 1-12 in the postseason rematch. So you're telling me there's a chance. Uh, I'd get cut all over again if this, were, if this was going to be the outcome. We are kicking it with the unsung free agent acquisition of the Jaguars kicker Josh Lambeau. And can Leonard get loose again in Pittsburgh? You know, things are going to be different, and you know, we just have to come out of A-game. The countdown to Sunday's kickoff is on. Now, this is Action Sports Jacks. Countdown to kickoff. Chase for the championship. Sponsored by your local Ford dealers. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania will host this dandy between two former AFC Central rivals, the Jaguars and the Steelers. Just days away now from a divisional playoff game and a couple of wins away from a trip to Minneapolis and the Super Bowl. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm Brent Martineau. Stuart Weber is with me here in Pittsburgh a couple of days ahead of the Jacksonville Jaguars. They will be here on Saturday, and we are counting down to that football game, which should be a fun one, a rematch of a game the Jags won 30-9 earlier in the season. We have a complete team to help us get through the next half hour. Countdown to kickoff, chase for the championship. That does include Stuart from Pittsburgh, Dan Hicken back in the Action Sports Jacks studios, Mike Burrish. Tanika Hughes, John Bachman, and Lorena Incline as well. Let's check in with the Jaguars, of course, first before we get to the Steelers side of things. The Jags getting a little bit healthier at practice today. They are getting ready for this football game. Not a lot to accomplish on the practice field this time of year. You just try to stay healthy. You try to stay focused. You watch all that film. And for guys like Jalen Ramsey and Leonard Fournette, this will be their arena to step up and show up just like Ramsey did last week and just like Leonard Fournette did in the first meeting against the Pittsburgh Steelers. These guys know big games, most of them at the college level, but expect big things from number 20 and 27 on Sunday. You can't, you can't go out there against a good defense like that and run like a chicken with your head cut off, man. You know, you have to study the defense, you know, study the, the players that have, you know, the, the defense from the linemen to the secondary. I mean, they're great guys. You know, like I said, it's going to be a tough matchup. I play every receiver with respect. The way you respect the receiver is going out there and giving it your all when you play. So I go out there, and that's what I do every Sunday. So I respect every receiver I go up against. That's, it is what it is. I ain't, I'm not finna, I'm finna go out there and play. A bit of news from the Jacksonville Jaguars on this playoff week, and it has to do with the London. The London game has been set. The Jaguars will play the Philadelphia Eagles in London in late October to be determined the exact date still. But the Jaguars, of course, have been accustomed to playing in London. One of three games this year the NFL will have in England. The Jags have won three straight games across the pond. Of course, all they are concerned about is winning a game here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on Sunday. We arrived this morning, and the first thing we did when we got our bags and got the rental car and headed toward the Pittsburgh Steelers facility is turn on the radio. Get the vibe of the city here in Pittsburgh. Well, we heard a little something. Jags chatter, and that also didn't stop when we hit the locker room. Sports Talk Radio buzzing about the Steelers and Jaguars matchup on Sunday. Meanwhile, inside the Steelers locker room, 
They were talking about the Jaguars, too. They're a good team. I, no matter what the, the numbers say, this time of the year, it's, everybody's on an equal playing field. Uh, they can be dangerous, man. You know, they have a really, really, really good running attack. Uh, Blake Borders does a good job. He doesn't turn the ball over too much. And um, he uses his feet very well in situations, third and shorts, and even third and longs when you have your back turned. It's hard to ignore the first meeting this year between these two teams, a 30-9 win by the Jags. The defense dominated. But the running game for Jacksonville was very good as well. It's going to be the type of game where we'll see what side have a better running attack. And at the same time, the defense was able to stop the one offense that have the better running attack and do a lot more successful in this game. And uh, so, you know, the person who came at us into our stadium last time ran for 200 yards on us. Of course, we're going to be prepared for the next outing we have against them. I've got a lot of respect for Jacksonville. They did the job against us in a big way. So I have a lot of respect for their offense. Interesting tone coming out of the Pittsburgh Steelers locker room, especially Mike Mitchell right at the end there because he's made headlines thinking about the New England Patriots, talking about the New England Patriots. Of course, Ben Roethlisberger last week said he wants to play the Jaguars. It's a really interesting tone as we bring in Action Sports Jack's Dan Hicken right now. And Dan, these folks in Pittsburgh want the Patriots. And you just have to wonder. Are they overlooking the Jaguars? Well, just in listening to that story, it sounds like they sure are. It sounds like they're almost trying to convince themselves, Brent, that uh, the Jaguars are a good football team. I guess they forgot 30 to 9 that happened back in October. I guess they forgot the five interceptions. I guess they forgot Leonard Fournette's two impressive touchdowns, one from a long distance and one from going over the top. I guess they forgot all of that because they pretty much are earmarked and planning on going to Foxborough. I guess Mike Mitchell's said that Brent just a couple of days ago so it sure seems like they are overlooking the Jaguars. We started that piece with the radio station we were listening to on our way in. They had about eight minutes on Jag Steelers talk and it was really good. The next 12 minutes, it was all about the Patriots and possible Steelers matchup. I'm telling you, it's the vibe in the city, and I think you're right. They have to convince themselves, hey, this is a good football team, this is a good football team. And I think it it's not really disrespecting the Jags as much as I think the Steelers think they're hot and they're a really good team, and they're a better team than anybody else in the AFC. That's the way they feel right now. And keep in mind, they've won 10 of 11 since that loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. But bottom line is, the Jags had a 30-9 win. That's a pretty impressive win. Can they do it again up here in Pittsburgh? So much to consider over the next couple of days. But for now, we know what the Jags think. They have a lot of confidence, too, just like the Pittsburgh Steelers, Dan. All right, Brent. Somebody's got to remind the Steelers, by the way, they haven't been to a Super Bowl since 2010. Anyway, now it's time for the injury report. Let's start with some good news on the Jaguars linebacker core as both Paul Puzlesny and Telvin Smith returning to practice in a limited fashion today. Puz left Sunday's game and didn't return to have that abdomen injury while Smith was nursing an ankle. We told you yesterday we think Smith will play. We'll still see about Puz. The news not as good for Jags linebacker and rookie Blair Brown injured his ankle during practice yesterday, not a able to go today probably a long shot at best to play on Sunday two starting defensive players for the Pittsburgh Steelers were out today Stefan Tewitt and Artie Burns both missing practice but both feel like they'll play Sunday in fact Tewitt said as much today Burns I think the bigger question mark with a knee injury Jacksonville has also tried to learn a lot from Pittsburgh and not just about football. You know, back in 2016, local city business leaders took a trip to the Steel City. Let's bring in Action News Jack's anchors John Bachman and Tanika Hughes. Guys, Pittsburgh has always been a hive of economic activity. 
big focus a few years back was all about how Pittsburgh revitalized its downtown riverfront. Sound familiar? In 2016, about 140 city and business leaders took the trip, which was organized by the Jacks Chamber. It's because the city of Pittsburgh did such a tremendous job shifting the city from industrial to high tech. That was especially true for the riverfront, which was transformed into a public green space along the water. Local leaders got to take a special riverfront tour to see the development that, of course, included Heinz Field and PNC Park. Yeah, the Jacks Chamber has always been working to upgrade our city. Most recently, it traveled to Toronto, which has a spectacular waterfront area. I traveled to Canada to show you some of the biggest takeaways in a special story that ran last November. Back to you guys. All right, let's show you a quick look. Hey, that's not the conditions in Pittsburgh, is it? This is video showing what appears to be one of the warmer days. So nice to see people not needing jackets in downtown Pittsburgh, but I'm afraid it's going to get much colder. Let's get the latest from Action News Jack's first alert chief meteorologist, Mike Bursch. Pittsburgh. The first alert weather game day forecast is brought to you by Farah and Farah. Will you warm it up, please, sir? Well, it will be weather more like that for penguins, <laughs> but this is hicken weather, isn't it? Well, to a point, but to I mean, okay. You're talking uh, teens and 20? <laughs> I understand. What do we got saying? here? We're looking at temperatures. Yeah, right now, <laughs> Brent's been mentioning the very warm temperatures that they've had in Pittsburgh. Temperatures in the 60s today. Mm -hmm. It's raining, but this is a different This is a different story come uh, Sunday. Mm -hmm. Temperatures are going to be falling to around, well, probably about 10 to 15 in the early morning hours, about 20 during the game. So it will warm up all the way to about uh, 20 degrees or so. Wind chills about 10 to 15, Ooh, so it doesn't look very nice. Dear. Here you go. 18 degrees at noon, 20 at 2 p.m. So the game is basically upper teens. I don't like that 20. wind either yeah, now. Although it could be worse. You know, a northeast oh, wind boy. 10 to 15, it, it, so you're going to have wind chills in the single digits, but at least we're not talking 20 mile an hour winds or something like that, Dan. But yeah, you'll have a, you'll have a brisk breeze and mm -hmm. it'll, it'll swirl a little bit. And, and at least a lot of a lot of sun. Oh, good. So you get sunshine. All right, and we've talked a lot about, Dan, you guys have you yeah. know, Brent and the, and the rest of the sports department about the coldest games. Yeah. And and they certainly, this is the top five, mm -hmm. and, and they've been very cold. Look I did this. radio on the sideline for that one. And that was That bitter. was cold. Nine degrees. Yeah. And, of course, the story <laughs> is the Jaguars haven't fared well in, in cold weather, Ooh. but they've got a W at Lambeau Field. You That's know, impressive. Frozen tundra at yeah. 12 degrees, so it's not like they can't do it. And, and that was back in 04. Uh, so, you know, hey, and, and recently played at Tennessee at that 23-degree game. Uh -huh. and of course, they didn't end up winning that game, but they've played in several cold-weather games this this season. Yeah. Uh, but this is this is going to be a Tennessee was cool. real cool a couple weeks ago. Mike, we appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. All right, coming up on Countdown to kickoff. He's the heart and soul of the Steelers defense. He won't be playing this Sunday. Why Ryan Shazier's presence at practice, though, is a welcome sight for everyone. That story one Countdown to kickoff. Chase for the championship returns. Jacksonville Playoff Memories brought to you by Safe Touch Security. Cindy and Terry went to Mile High Stadium in the 97 playoff game against the Denver Broncos. Would you just look at those great bangs? These ladies got to go after winning a radio station contest. It got even better after the Jags pulled out that stunning 30-27 win. This is Action Sports Jacks. Countdown to kickoff. Chase for the championship. Sponsored by your local Ford dealers. 
The Steelers are playing for a lot this Sunday, the city, the fans, but also for this guy, Ryan Shazier. Welcome back here to Countdown to Kickoff. I'm Brent Martineau in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The Jags and the Steelers in the divisional playoff round, 1 o'clock on CBS 47. Shazier has become an emotional storyline for this city and the Pittsburgh Steelers organization after suffering possibly, and it looks like a career-ending injury for the young linebacker out of Ohio State. Let's welcome in Action Sports Jack Stewart Weber, who is also here in Pittsburgh. He has more on the inspiration behind the Steelers' playoff run. The road to recovery continues for Steelers linebacker Ryan Shazier, who suffered a serious spinal injury more than a month ago against the Cincinnati Bengals. And while he won't be on the field for Pittsburgh this week, his presence will definitely be felt on the Steelers' sideline. Guys were kind of joking with him, saying he was kind of slowing down practice a little bit. A surprise appearance at Steelers practice this week brought no real complaints from Pittsburgh, as Shazier checked in on his teammates ahead of Sunday's divisional round matchup. Having him at practice, uh, we love it. He loves it. Uh, you know, and we're going to do anything that uh, makes Ryan feel good. We made everything in the world. You know, just seeing um, you know Shay around, it, it feels good. You know, know he's a good spirit. He's smiling. Um, he's still coming in, checking on us. Um, you know, it, it, it's a bright, bright spot. The dude was like a heart of our defense. You know, he, he meant a lot to us. So, um, you know, for us to go out there every day and, you know, try to get number seven, you know, we're also doing it for him. Shazier was back at the complex today chatting with his teammates in the locker room after practice. Certainly a real cool moment to see. Let's go back to you. You can certainly feel Shazier's presence in that facility. You've got a chance tomorrow to get a taste of Jaguars fever. Marilyn Curry is throwing another pep rally. First, he helped bust the Bills. Now he's going to help sack the Steelers. He'll be joined by the Roar, Jackson DeVille, and the Jacks packet kicks off tomorrow at 2.30 from Council Chambers at City Hall. I think even the mayor said, get out of work early and come join the party. You gotta love that. Speaking of coming to join the party, how many Jags fans will be up here in Pittsburgh? Oh, I know so many want to be and so many have been scouring the plane tickets and how you can get here and how you can buy a ticket. Let's bring in Action News Jack's Lorena Inclan right now. She has more on a bus trip that's going to save a lot of fans some money. Let's face it, it's expensive to go to Pittsburgh, especially on short notice, just between the hotel and the flight. People are spending a lot of money to go up there and cheer on the Jags, but one local group is making it easier for those who don't want to spend that much money. All you have to do is be ready to sleep on a bus. That's just a little taste of what you can expect if you travel to Pittsburgh aboard chartered buses with these die-hard Jags fans. Oh yeah, I don't see any sleeping. I see everybody cheering the whole night, talking about their best, their favorite times of the season. David Mendenhall and another local fan are filling up at least three buses to head up to Pittsburgh Saturday. We're gonna drive straight through the night. We're gonna be able to sleep on the bus. That way we don't have to worry about a hotel room. We're gonna arrive around eight, nine o'clock the next morning. And the seats are filling up fast. Derek Oda met up with Mendenhall this morning to pay his $180 for the round trip. I've had season tickets for the whole time and this is actually my first time to ever go to an away game. 
and a playoff game with that. For many, the opportunity was way too good to pass up. The only thing you need to do is buy your ticket and then have your money for food. Mendenhall hopes to get a total of 200 fans to the game. And one thing is for sure, there will be no shortage of excitement on the nearly 13-hour road trip. We're going to have an amazing time. We're going to come home with the win. And if you're planning to head to Pittsburgh in one of these buses, you have to be here at Everbank Field Saturday night. The buses leave at 8 p.m. sharp. For now, reporting from Everbank Field, I'm Lorena Inclan. Back to you. What a ride that is going to be. And speaking of rides, coming up on Countdown to Kickoff this year, the Jags took a Lambo out for a test drive right into the playoffs. We break down the kicker acquisition and kicking in this stadium coming up next. This is Action Sports Jacks. Countdown to kickoff. Chase for the championship. Sponsored by your local Ford dealers. Brad gets it down. Lambo picks it up. And it is good. He didn't hit it very well. It barely got over, but it is good. Lambo is good from 30 yards away, and the Jaguars have beaten the Los Angeles Chargers at Everbank Field. How good has this guy been? Josh Lambeau, one of the best acquisitions the Jaguars made this year, and it came during the season. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Countdown to Kickoff, the chase for the championship live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm Brent Martineau. If you think about this season, Jags fans were nervous about two things early in the year. Blake Bortles, well, his play improved, and then the kicker, Jason Myers. Well, the Jags eventually cut Myers, and they bring in Josh Lambeau, and what an addition it has been. Let's welcome in Action Sports Jacks, Dan Hicken, once again, back in Jacksonville. He has more on the outstanding kicker for the Jags. Hey, Dan. Josh Lambeau wasn't on the roster until week seven of the NFL season, but man, he's made a major impact on the Jags. Great numbers on the year. A couple game winners, 20 of 21 field goals, extra points, and a long kick of 56 yards. Let's bring in the man himself being uh, beamed here from down at the Jaguars. Hey, Josh, uh, thanks for the time. What a year. What a year it's been. Man, you have fit in great. And uh, gosh, why, why so successful? I mean, you, you haven't missed, Josh, for goodness sakes. It doesn't seem like it anyway yeah um, thanks again for having me but uh, I just think the biggest thing is the environment change honestly uh, I think uh, certain players perform better when um, management is uh, maybe a little bit different and um, you know for whatever reason I've just really been gelling with uh, with my teammates with the management here with the coaching staff and uh, it really does make all the difference I think you've gone through the highs and the lows of, of being an NFL kicker how low was the low out in, with the Chargers and and how high has it been being here with the Jags um, it was definitely difficult getting released um, in a fashion and, and in a way that I didn't feel was uh, honestly appropriate and uh, I didn't think it was it was uh, deserved but um, yeah, you know coming here and and getting to Jacksonville and being able to make the impact that I've been able to make on such a great and special team it, uh, it is definitely worth it and uh, I'd get cut all over again if this were if this was going to be the outcome well it's great to have you you're off to Pittsburgh now talk to me about Heinz Field have you kicked there before and uh, you know obviously the cold weather might deal with some wind and I've heard that the winds can swirl around a little bit there what do you know about Heinz Field Josh 
Uh, yeah, everything I've heard, you know, the legend of Heinz Field, <laughs> you know, all the swirls and, and, uh, the and the difficulty with the wind. But at the end of the day, you know, the biggest thing for me being a kicker is just hitting a good pure ball and going mm -hmm. back to the basics and not trying to not trying to give the wind too much credit, I think, because then I discredit myself. Uh, I know that I hit a really good pure straight ball and, um, you know, I've been hitting the ball really well so far this week. And, and when I get out there for warm for warm-ups on Sunday, I'll assess the wind, what my ball is doing to it and because I, I feel like I can hit the same ball every single time I'll, I'll know uh, what I need to do and where I need to aim and is it the wind or is it the cold that gives you more challenges uh, certainly the wind I mean the okay. cold that's just a mental thing the ball won't travel as far um, that's just kind of physics <laughs> uh, but the wind is definitely tricky you know especially with uh, with the wind swirling you know the 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 flags on the uprights might be telling you one thing but the wind that you're feeling on your face is, is telling you another uh, and so you really have to know um, you have a really really good warm-up understand what it's doing and sometimes you have to go against uh, what is what might seem natural to do and, and do what you know the wind is going to do I think right now Josh Jaguar fan if you told them it's 1917 Pittsburgh there's three seconds left and Lambo's trotting out for a 43 yarder we take our chances to me that's the mark of a great kicker and a great season we appreciate you congratulations and good luck up there with the Steelers Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Now, this is Action Sports Jacks. Countdown to kickoff. Chase for the championship. Sponsored by your local Ford dealers. Jaguars and the Steelers coming up on Sunday. We cannot wait. In fact, it's such a big game. We've already sent Brent Martineau up to Pittsburgh, PA, and there he is. Hey, Brent, some final thoughts on this one. Hey, Dan, I think I'm just going to get all the weather out of the way here in Pittsburgh. Starting to pour down rain, nice and warm. You can almost feel it getting a little cooler. Tomorrow we'll have sleet, a little snow into Friday night, probably a few inches of snow, and then freezing cold on Sunday. So there's a lot to discuss, and we'll do it once again tomorrow. Countdown to kickoff, chase for the championship, 7 o'clock on CBS 47. But we'll have coverage all day long.